the benefits of ethical AI. I'm Tanya Hall, and joining me is Kathy Baxter, architect of ethical AI practice at Salesforce. Welcome, Kathy. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. This is an important uh, role that a lot of enterprise companies are seeing today. Talk about your mission in your role at Salesforce. What, what do you do? Yes, so uh, I've been at uh, Salesforce since October of 2015, but I uh, created this role back in August of 2018 as we were getting more and more into AI as a company. I was spending more and more of my time working with different Einstein teams around the company. Einstein is our AI platform at Salesforce. And uh, it was becoming more and more of a focus. And so I reached out to our chief scientist, Richard Socher, and pitched this role to him. And he agreed this was something that we needed to have somebody full-time focused on. And he pitched it to Mark Benioff, our CEO, and he agreed as well. And so August of 2018, I started focusing uh, full-time on empowering our employees, um, ensuring that all of our employees recognize that just like security is everyone's responsibility, ethics is everyone's responsibility as well. Also working with our customers so that they will implement our tools responsibly, and then uh, doing public outreach, talks, working with groups like the World Economic Forum, and then publishing research and giving back to the community because we believe that high tide rises all boats. I like that. You know, because this is still a fairly new role, if you will, and in fact, the one that you created, uh, even at, at Salesforce, there's a lot to understand. So how do you define and, and even how do you measure ethical AI? That's an incredibly difficult uh, challenge for us because um, sometimes it, it's believed that ethics are subjective. It really, it's more about how do we ensure that the AI or technology as a whole really is providing value to society that it is working in line with societal values, that it is respecting everyone's human rights, and it's safe. And so those are the kinds of questions that we ask. First and foremost, we ask, and, and all employees are expected to ask, not just can we do this, but should we do this? And then we start thinking about what are the intended consequences and what are the unintended consequences? Because all technology ha can have unintended consequences, sometimes good, but also sometimes bad. And then we start thinking about, okay, for any of the negative consequences, intended or unintended, how should we go about mitigating those consequences? So uh, that's kind of the, the process at a very high level that we go through. What are the practical benefits of ethical AI applied to real world use cases? It's incredibly important that we all take a step back and think about what we are contributing to. Uh, I think over the last 20 years, we have been, we've been so focused on technology as uh, being able to be the solution for all of our problems, but without thinking about the second and third order effects. And so first and foremost, it has to be about society. And so by creating 
technology and AI specifically that all of society can trust, we are creating a benefit to everyone. But also on the flip side, if we aren't creating technology that society can trust, it's going to have a number of different impacts. It could have legal impacts because oftentimes there's an overlap between uh, legal and ethical issues. It can have an impact on your brand. It can have an impact on sales. Um, there was a survey by Capgemini last year that found that 62% of the consumers they surveyed stated that they trusted and uh, were more likely to purchase from companies that they perceived to have ethical AI. And uh, similarly, that survey found that 41% of the executives they surveyed stated that they had to stop or withdraw an AI system that they had been creating because of ethical issues. And so that's obviously very costly, depending on where it was in the development cycle that they had to stop the product. So there's not only many positive effects and of course responsibility to create safe and, and beneficial products, but then there are a number of negative consequences if you're not working responsibly. You mentioned the importance of an ethics-based culture across the enterprise and building ethics-based AI systems. How do you accomplish this? You know, that's one of the things that attracted me to Salesforce. I'm so incredibly proud of Salesforce and um, Mark Benioff and the really the 111 model of giving back 1% of our employees' time, our company's product, uh, and equity to the community, as well as um, just also uh, fighting for issues of social justice, like pay equity for all. Those things really meant a lot to me and, and attracted me to join Salesforce. And because this has been part of the company's DNA since the founding of the company, the things that we're talking about of being responsible and inclusive and trustworthy, those are not new to the company. We're just thinking about some new processes to add in to how we're already working. And that's so incredibly different uh, for other companies if they don't have that as part of their DNA. They've got a lot more change management that they will have to go through. But again, because our company has this really strong foundation, it hasn't been a tremendous change for employees to how they're already working. What role does an AI system developer play in making sure their customers use AI responsibly? You know, that is uh, something that is unique to Salesforce as a B2B company as opposed to a B2C company. Because we are a platform and we don't own our customers' data, uh, we can't go through and say, look at the data and see, is, are there issues of bias or representativeness? We can't edit the customer's data. And so we really focus on creating the tools that educate our customers about potential issues of bias and representativeness, either in the data or in the model, as well as then giving them tools to go and make changes. So for example, in our Einstein discovery tool, we have a sensitive fields feature. 
that allows an, the administrator to go through and select each of the fields in their data set that might be considered sensitive, like age, race, gender. And then Einstein Discovery goes and finds all of the other fields in the data set that are highly correlated with them, and then raises that flag to the admin to see if they would like to protect those fields as well. So for example, zip code is often highly correlated with race in the US. So if the admin selected race, Einstein Discovery would likely find zip code is highly correlated, raise that flag then the admin understanding the customers, not being able to understand the customer's uh, context, the admin can decide how they would like to then respond. If they would like to use, a, uh, use Einstein to predict who to reach out to for a marketing campaign, and it's physical stores, then zip code actually matters. You don't want to go and send your coupons to Seattle if you're located in Austin. But if you're an online store, for example, then it really doesn't matter where you are. And so then you can choose to not include zip code in your, uh, in your decision of who to uh, target your, your coupons for. Salesforce has taken the lead on this. How are ethics and AI embraced by the AI development industry? Are internal industry and market forces encouraging ethics or will the industry need government leadership on this issue? I think we see a, a great um, mixture in the responses. There are some companies that they're building uh, entire teams devoted to ethics, either within their, their, their AI teams or at a higher level thinking about all of their products. And so, um, they are, they tend to be more at the forefront of thinking about how do they work more responsibly. Other companies aren't quite there yet, but the value that governance and regulation can play is by resolving questions that are unclear, where it's not always apparent, where should you draw the line? What is the right thing to do? And by providing that clarity and that guidance, it helps make it a lot easier for businesses, particularly where uh, today in the US, we see different states are implementing regulations for certain AI technologies. And you can end up in a situation where you've got a patchwork quilt of regulations. And that's a very hard environment for businesses to work in. So if we have regulations coming from a higher level, then again, it provides an even playing field for everyone to know exactly what, what they're supposed to do. Kathy Baxter, Architect of Ethical AI Practice at Salesforce. If somebody wants to connect with you, Kathy, or maybe they want to find out more about this work that Salesforce is doing, how can they do that? They can check out einstein.ai slash ethics for our blog, and they can also follow me on Twitter at BaxterKB. Sounds great. Thanks for joining us, Kathy. And if you guys want to find more of my interviews, you can do that right here or go to tanyahall.net. Thanks for watching.